questions are these. How are producers like you, who did not get hand-selected as a new all-star on an established record label, able to get music into the hands of true fans while taking your career to the next level? How are we able to take our tracks and projects we believe in out into the world for pay and still stay true to our creative vision? These are the questions and this podcast will give you the answers. I'm Kay Brown and this is You're With The DJ, co-hosted by Nikki Berry. Hey all, Kay here, back on You're With The DJ. Thanks for listening to our last episode with Deepfake from Detroit. In this episode, I actually interview the co-host of this program, Nikki, uh, regarding her education as well as working in management. She answers some really common questions about electronic press kits, self-distribution, working with venues, and more. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode. We'll go ahead and get started. Could you give us a glimpse into who you are and your background? Of course I can. (laughs) As if you don't already know me and love me. Um, (laughs) So I'm Nikki. I have not been in music forever. I actually started out. Let me switch this over so I don't spit all over this mic. (laughs) (laughs) So I actually started out um, being interested in music when I was younger, but I like thank God for my mom. Like, God bless you. Because she like rented me or bought me every instrument out there that I wanted to try. And like I failed miserably at all of them. <laughs> like even voice lessons. Yeah. I mean, that's like hard to mess up, but I did. But you know, God bless her for for trying. Um, you know, I used to go out to places I shouldn't have been in DC to see live bands. And still to this day I'm like, I cannot believe you drove me there at like 13. <laughs> but there's something about it, you know, it's like even though I couldn't do it myself, I think a lot of people listen to music and they gravitate towards making it. And that's not it for all people. Mm-hmm. So I kind of started researching what other career paths were available for people who love music but are not musically talented. And um, I ended up going back to school after I worked in fashion. I was a personal shopper. Um, so I've always been creative. I've always been an artist working with art um, and creatives. But I... I think as a woman, I wanted the next step up in my education. I felt like I kind of had to have something um, at a higher level and kind of a male-dominated industry. So I went back to school um, a couple of years ago. I went to Columbia in Chicago, and I got my master's in music business management, Mm -hmm. uh, which is similar to an MBA, but it's more music-focused. So it's a lot of music publishing um, and stuff like that, PR, marketing. So I like to learn about everything. So I had internships. I did a project for um, Sony. When I was there, I entered at a music venue doing booking. So I kind of found my place. You know, it takes a while, but I still don't play anything. I I don't sing. Yeah. So that's... (laughs) (laughs) More behind the scenes, making everything... Yeah, yeah. I feel like a lot of artists, um, it's easy for them to be creative, but when it comes to the business side, they don't know what they're doing. And like, I love you guys. Some of you guys know how to do it and that's great. 
But I want you all to be focused on creating music because music was a huge part of what, you know, helped me escape when I was growing up. And I really want to be a part of bringing that to, you know, other kids like me and and helping touring artists get set up and be able to reach a wider audience. So, yeah, I'm definitely in the in the background, but that's where I like it. So I'm happy there. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Um. So with that background in mind, could you tell us a bit about what you think artists should know about like press kits early on in their career? Yeah, like that's a very common question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I get that um, question a lot and I built a lot of press kits. So um, we call them EPKs, which is electronic press kit. Um, it's basically your brand, your image as an artist um, kind of wrapped up into this nice little PDF format. And the first thing a promoter or venue is going to ask you is, can I see your press kit? And it's a really good starting point for someone to get to know your your accomplishments. You don't want to say, oh, I don't have one or what's that? Um, I talk to a lot of artists who want to advance their career in book shows and release more music, but they don't have a press kit because they think it's like outdated or old school. Right. Um, it's not outdated. It's just in a digital format now. Um, you have to adapt to the way the times are changing. Um And it's really easy to disseminate that information to people who want to get a better idea of who you are and what you're offering. Um, They're especially useful if you want any media coverage because a writer can get like a really clear, concise picture of you and your information without having to research it. If somebody has to research you, they're not going to put in the time to trying to put you in the media. So if you want to get out there, you really have to have that. Um, Next million dollar question is what should be in your EPK? Right. Um. It shouldn't really read like a resume and list off everything you've done. Like we're in the music industry. This is like not really a place for like a super like black and white bulleted list of stuff that you've done. Like nobody wants to see that. Um, You should really give the reader an idea of who you are in a bio. You know, what's your sound or genre? What influences your music? Um, For DJs in particular, I usually try to work in like if they've been on any big label releases and if any bigger artists are playing or remixing their music, um, you know, who's taking notice of you. And that also gives a good insight to where you kind of fit. Mm -hmm. Um, Like a venue owner might be looking for an opener or somebody on the bill. Like, do you fit the bill? You know? Um, Cause obviously you'll have links to your music, but and links to your socials, but some people don't have time to go listen to that. They just want like a snapshot of who you are and how you fit in. Um, if you put your socials, if you have like a following you're confident in, put that in there to show you have a solid influence online. They want to see that you'll be able to promote the show, sell tickets, make them money. Unfortunately, like that's what a lot of people want to see, you know, what's in it for them. Right. Um, if they help you out. Yeah. Um, obviously press photo. If you have them, it's so easy to take pictures that look professional, like even on your phone. Mm -hmm. Um, that's not a good excuse to have. I know it's like awkward. Like people don't want to take serious looking pictures of themselves but like if it's on a poster on a flyer yeah exactly um your logo is also a good thing to put on there in vector form so that they can also put that on a flyer without having to do too much work for it it's about being easy you know um and then this is kind of personal preference um but if you have a stage plot or technical writer you can also include that um, I just think it shows a promoter venue owner you, that you're really organized and you're ready to jump in and like help make the show run as smoothly as possible. Um, when I got press kits of like mic settings and, and, you know, mixer plugins and stuff that always really impressed me because they were ready to just like come and make it as easy as possible for the show to go on. Yeah. Um, 
Not leaving things up for interpretation. Exactly. Um, having like clear pictures of your equipment and stuff. Also, you don't want to show up and be like, oh, well, I didn't ha- I don't use this or I use X and you have Y. Like you want to be upfront about what you use. You want to make the show like easy. You don't want to embarrass the venue owner. Yeah, basically. Um, and really like have fun with it. I always try to use like color and graphics and stuff in it. Um, you want to make it interesting and stand out from other people. You could be one of like 30 in somebody's inbox. Right. Like you want to be remembered. You want to stand out from everybody else in there. Um, and right now is like a really good time. If you want to try to like make it not make your own EPK, if you need help, there's always people out there who can help you with them. Uh, um, but right now is a good time to compile like your bio, um, your releases. No, there's no tour dates right now. So you're not doing that, but, um, get press photos taken, you know, like I know y'all are sitting at home, mm-hmm. get a foot ahead of the game, like have these ready to send out when stuff opens. Cause you're going to be like light years ahead of everybody else out there absolutely yeah definitely makes sense yeah um in terms of kind of kind of circling back to something you mentioned earlier about um publishing yeah it kind of has changed over that's over time could you tell us a little bit more about that yeah so stuff like um publishing and and especially like distribution um so publishing, you know, is licensing your music. Distribution is which music gets to fans. So it used to be, you know, pressing records, um, making CDs to go to record stores or music stores. Um, publishing was, you know, done through a third party to get your copyrights for a pressed album. You know, um, all that's really changed. You know, um, I mean, there used to be a third party that you'd have to go through. You'd have to sign to a label. And they would have kind of a middleman to distribute or publish your music. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you'd really be at the mercy of the labels, like what they'd want to do, how much money they'd want to spend, how much of a cut you would get from all of that stuff, licensing rights, right. um, distribution rights and stuff. But ever since the digital market has really surpassed the physical one, um, which is kind of weird because like records are making a comeback. So I feel like that's people are trying to figure that out at the same time. But right. It's mostly digital. Um, there have been like a ton of these new platforms coming out that cater to independent artists. Um, and it's all these opportunities to do it yourself for stuff like distribution, publishing, licensing. There's companies like I've used um, CD Baby, um, TuneCore, I think Reverb Nation is one of them, DistroKid. Um, they allow people to bring their music to the fans without a middleman. And there's a lot out there. So when you're looking for a distributor, um, especially a distribution platform because they differ. The publishing is kind of um, the same across the board, but you're going to want to look at music services platform partners with. So is it Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon, Tidal? If you're interested in distributing internationally, um, you know, what platforms have the highest numbers of global listeners? Um, how quickly is the turnaround getting your music out there from it, you sending it in, getting mastered and licensed to being available for streaming? Um, you know, what's the fee structure like? Do they charge a setup fee? Um, all of this is much less than what you'd be charged through a label, but um, it's so important to know what's coming out of your pocket. I mean, at the end of the day, right. <laughs> musicians need to make money. It's like, I, I could talk for hours about that, which I won't, but you want to make sure you're getting the most out of out of the platform too. Um, you also want to look like some of them, like CD Baby I like because they offer a lot of assistance for publishing. Um, and and getting streaming like royalty collections for music. Um, so I kind of 
go towards them in that aspect because it's one less thing you have to worry about. I mean, right. like you like people should be focusing on music. You know, I feel it's like they should make it as they're trying to make it as easy as possible for people to do that and not go th- jump through all these hoops to to get it to their listeners. Um, but those are all things to consider when you're looking at these services. And the nice thing is most services, you know, you can pick and choose what you need help with. And then you have the ability to change whenever. So it's not like you're stuck in a record label contract. You might um, be with like a traditional label or distributor. And there, I mean, there are good record labels out there. Like I'm not hating on them, but it's just so much easier to be able to do it like by yourself. Yeah. Um, you're going to get the most out of that kind of bang for your buck. Um, but yeah, there's a ton of more like in- independent labels out there, I guess, that do their own distribute. Like they have their own distributor. So yeah, that's always an option too. Um, but that's why they're able to do that. Right. Yeah. is because they kind of don't have to deal with that third party anymore, which is cool. I love seeing it. I love all these new labels coming out all the time. And um, it's given such like a cool platform for new artists to release who previously maybe wouldn't. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so for our listeners who may be looking for help on whether it's press kits or getting other assets or um, guidance or advice, um, how can they go ahead and find you online? Yes, um, you can find me everywhere. You can add me on Facebook at Nikki Berry, N-I-K-K-I-B-E-R-R-Y, like strawberry. And um, my email is Nikki, my first name, N-I-K-K-I at unbotheredmgmt.com. Okay. All right. Well, thank you so much. And uh, Nikki is obviously the co-host of this program. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I, I think Surprise! Is, I think it's important to add that in. So um, Awesome. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of You're With The DJ. On our next episode, we go ahead and travel over to Ohio to chat with Dustin Arton about building a brand that fans are excited to represent. Dustin actually did the logo here at uh, Faden, so we are really excited to go ahead and interview him. Stay tuned for that episode. Until next time.